Girl Daily podcast, written by Stephanie Bond, narrated by Tegan Ashton Cohan, produced by Propeller Sound Studios. November 2nd, Thursday. The doctor says if I keep improving and my tests come back clean, I should be released in a few days. From his hospital bed, Anthony gave me a regal smile. I released a pent-up sigh. That's great news. You certainly look better than the last time I saw you. Although I suspected the color in his cheeks had something to do with the fact that Casey, our co-worker at the Anita Temp Agency, was playing nursemaid. She leaned over to tap his nose with the tip of her finger. Doesn't he? Then she held up a plastic pitcher. I'm going to get some ice and let you and me visit. He watched her until the door closed behind her. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I seriously can't stop thinking about that woman. It's like my mind is on a loop. Another side effect of Beltina? I dearly hoped he wasn't going to get his heart broken. But for now, I was happy he was on the road to recovery. How much do you remember about your collapse? Not much. I hear you were the one to come to my aid. Casey was there too, and the paramedics arrived quickly. Have the doctors given you any idea of what could have happened? He shrugged. I don't think they really know. And I get the feeling they suspect I was mixing alcohol and drugs. I swallowed. Were you? No. And I don't take any medication. Except Beltina? I prompted. He flushed guiltily. Oh, you know about that? The paramedic found a tablet in your pocket. His face crumpled. I'm sorry. I've been taking samples from your bathroom storage closet, which you probably figured out. I hadn't, but I nodded, stunned. For how long? For a while. I lifted them when I picked up your dry cleaning. I was desperate to lose weight, and a prescription was so expensive. Can you forgive me? I sighed and nodded. But don't do it again. And be sure to tell the doctors how long you've been taking it. He frowned. Why? I scrambled. Because they should know everything you've been ingesting. Okay, he said, but in a voice that made me think he might not tell them he'd been taking a prescription drug he didn't have a prescription for. Hey, is Kyle back from L.A.? Not yet. Saturday, unless his plans change. Did he say if Libby had her audition? Libby Lakes, Kyle's actress benefactor and Anthony's sometime employer. He didn't say, and I didn't ask. I pushed to my feet. I have to go to work. With you and Casey out, June Wu is shorthanded. Where are you working today? The pet store. You're welcome. He laughed. Bye. I left the hospital and walked to the Marta Arts Center Station 
to catch a shuttle back to Triangle Point. Throughout, my mind churned over Anthony's confession that he'd been taking Beltina for a while. And I scrolled back over all the little comments people had made about me over the past few months. That I was different. Angry. Forgetful. And the headaches had gotten progressively worse. Of course, any doctor or layperson would say the headaches were more easily explained by the mounting stress in my life. The pressure of keeping my background and family skeletons from Kyle, and now the double life I was leading to maintain the facade of successful pharma sales manager until Traxton hired me back. But the conditions I'd seen manifested in the close circle of people I knew who took Beltina, the aggression between Kyle's female friends, the bizarre self-abuse of the young woman at the gym, Helen's complete emotional meltdown, and now Anthony's unexplained collapse, drove me to the storage closet in my bathroom. I gathered up my remaining samples and pushed the orange tablets from the blister packs into the toilet bowl. By the time I finished, they had clumped and dissolved into a carrot-colored mess. I flushed the commode and watched it heave and swirl down with a sucking sound. My phone rang, and reporter Rainy Stevens' name came up. Hoping she'd tell me my trainer Jan had been a font of information, I connected the call. Hi, Rainy. Hi, Della. Is this a bad time? I'm getting ready for work. What's up? I talked to our mutual friend, and she had some good anecdotal information I'm still checking into. But I need more proof that something is wrong with Beltina. Internal documents from the company, or some of the pills to send to an independent lab? Can you get me some? I stared at the orange stain in my toilet bowl. No. I don't have any left. And I wasn't privy to any documents about unreported side effects when I worked for the company. I certainly don't have access now. Did you keep any correspondence from when you worked for Traxton? They let me keep my laptop, but my email account and correspondence files disappeared. She made a thoughtful noise. Most companies control employee data from the cloud now. Instead of confiscating a machine, they simply retrieve the files. Did you print out anything? A few things, I said walking into my office and opening a drawer in my desk, but only emails that pertain to accounts of mine. Can you send me a list of your accounts? I've been cold calling physicians to ask if they prescribe Eltina, but I haven't found anyone who'll talk to me. But if you start calling my accounts, Traxton will know I've talked to you. So get the names of other sales reps' accounts and I'll call those. I'll mix it up. I told you I protect my sources. When I didn't respond, she sighed. Why don't you go back through your files and see if you can find anything about side effects? Something that didn't seem relevant at the time. You never know what one little detail can lead to. I have to go, I said, then ended the call and closed the file drawer. This is Stephanie Bond, 
author of the Temp Girl Daily Podcast. If you know of someone who might enjoy the story, please share a screenshot of the podcast. It's your support that helps to grow the Temp Girl audience. Thank you so much. And come back tomorrow for another episode of Temp Girl. Oh,